Shall we begin? Let's begin now. It has been very eye-opening, and I have to say that I respect students a whole lot more now that I'm actually going through the process. Welcome to WriteCast, a casual conversation for serious writers. I'm Nicholas Nadeau. Today, I'm talking with Amy Cabista, a Walden EDD student and the manager of writing instructional services in Walden's Writing Center. Thanks so much for joining us today, Amy. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here, Nick. So can you tell us a little bit about your role here at the Writing Center? My first three years in the Writing Center, I was a writing instructor. So I conducted paper reviews and taught webinars. Uh, but now I currently am the manager of writing instructional services for the Writing Center, which means I oversee the writing instructors. So Amy, you're in the EDD program here at Walden, correct? Correct. That means that you're essentially a student as well as a manager at the same time at Walden. Most people aren't in that kind of situation. So what is that like? My concurrent role as manager and student at Walden has been a really interesting and fun one. I am currently enrolled, as you said, Nick, in the EDD program, and my specialization is in higher education and adult learning. Because of that, there's a lot of overlap between my job as manager and my role as students. Right now, I'm in the process of finishing up my final course, and I'm starting to delve into the prospectus. I have a whole new appreciation for students and the requirements and the pressures they are under while uh, doing their courses. The coursework and delving into the daunting task of writing the prospectus has been way more time-intensive and has required a lot more effort and brain power on my end than I had ever anticipated. And I've had the opportunity to be familiar with these documents and to see students in their struggles before taking this on myself. So it has been very eye-opening, and I, and I have to say that I respect students a whole lot more now that I'm actually going through the process. As a writing instructor here at the Writing Center, it's often hard for me to see all of that time crunching, that time management. That just seems that it would be a really stressful, and it's not always something that's easily detectable from, from my side of things. So I'm wondering, how do you set aside time to write uh, for your coursework at Walden, and what is your writing process like? That's a great question, Nick. I have found that the key for myself in uh, managing my time is to not only verbally but mentally set aside time for myself to write. And when I say verbally, I mean I have to actually tell someone when I'm going to be doing my homework. Uh, I have two children, and my time to do my homework and my writing is after they go to bed. So um, my husband knows that from 7.30 to 9.30 each evening, I am going to go into my office and close my door and that is my time to do my homework. It keeps me accountable because if I'm not in there, he's wondering why I'm not in there or if there's something that's distracting me, such as the dishes or maybe a sick kid that's preventing me from doing that. And so he's helping keep me accountable. Mentally, I do it as well so that I know every evening I'm going to spend some time in my office doing homework. And I know if I don't schedule that time that I won't set that time aside. At the beginning of the week, if I just leave it to fate as in I will do my homework when I have time, it won't happen. So I have to, at the beginning of my week, really sit down and schedule my time so that I make sure and get that homework time in. Yeah, it sounds, Amy, like what I used to call in college uh, an accountability buddy, you know, a buddy, <laughs> uh, in this case, your husband, that keeps you accountable. Um, and I think all of us need that, uh, regardless of, you know, what stage we're at in the writing process. 
So, Amy, you've mentioned your your husband and your two kids, and I'm just wondering from uh, your perspective, given that you have such a full schedule, both professionally and and personally raising a family, what motivates you to that long-term goal of seeking a degree? My pursuit of a doctoral degree has been a dream of mine since I was an undergraduate. It was something I always wanted to do, and now that I have kids, I want them to see me pursuing that goal and accomplishing that goal. So really my kids are my motivation because I want to be a good role model for them. I want them to be able to learn things such as delaying satisfaction, pursuing a goal even when it gets tough. And I also want to instill the idea that education is important. I openly talk about doing homework in front of my kids all the time and I can see the effects it has. Um, My husband and I were chuckling the other day because um, in my office, I set up a little table for my kids um, where they have crayons, pens, they have a little basket of scrap paper, and sometimes when I'm doing homework, they'll come in there and they will color or draw because they see me working and then they want to work too. But the other day, um, my three-year-old came up to me and said, Mommy, I'll be right back. And I said, well, where are you going, sweetie? And she said, I'm going to go do homework. And she went into the office and closed the door like I often do. And when we opened the door crack and peeked in, sure enough, she was sitting at her little desk with her pen in hand, and she was practicing uh, her letter of the week, which is the letter Z. So she was mimicking me in the fact that she was, quote unquote, doing homework, but she's already learning that um, education is important and that education is something that you actually have to invest time in. It's not something that just happens to you. That is so cute. I think we need to see like a home video version of that <laughs> <laughs> eventually. So when you say that, um, you know, your motivation is your children. I think um, that's really inspiring and probably something that a lot of our audience can resonate with. Uh, so given that that's your motivation, how do you achieve a workable balance between your professional work, uh, your academic work, and also your personal uh, and family time? Well, I have found that there are three main things that help me achieve that balance. The first is time. It's that time management piece, carving out time so that I know in the evenings I have that specific two hours that I devote. And then that way I'm not worrying about it throughout the day when I'm playing with my kids or making dinner. I'm not worrying about my assignment or how I'm going to fit in time to respond to a discussion post. I know that I have that time carved out, and that takes the pressure off to some degree. So having that time piece um, is really crucial. The second thing I have found to be important is space. A while back, I was doing my homework, and I would set up my computer at the kitchen table, or I would take my textbook, and I would curl up in bed um, before going to sleep and try to do some homework there. And it just wasn't working out because then I could see my homework when we were eating dinner and it was on my mind. Or I was bringing my homework into my bedroom, which I prefer to think of as a sanctuary or a relaxing place. So what my husband and I did is we reconfigured our house a bit. Um, instead of letting our two kids each have their own room, they now share a room, and we converted our third bedroom into an office. And this way, I have a specific space where I do my work. I'm not leaving my materials on the kitchen table so that I see them and they're a constant reminder. I'm not bringing the stress into my bedroom. I have a very carved out space where I do my homework. And most importantly, the office has a door so that when I am finished at the end of the day or at 930 when I decide to be done with my homework, I can shut that door and I can mentally shut it out of my mind for a little while. And I think that's really crucial in being um, successful as a student is having that separation, being able to compartmentalize. Now it's time for homework. And when I'm done with that, now it's family time or now it's time to go to work. 
that was one thing I really struggled with before is that it was constantly overlapping and I was constantly stressed out that I was forgetting something, that I wasn't doing something, that I wasn't paying enough attention to my kids. But now that I have, I'm able to say, here is a time and here's a space to do my homework, it has been really helpful. And the third thing that I have found to be super helpful is coffee. Oh yeah, coffee. Well, I, I do the route of chocolate, but that's, that's basically the same thing. Um, so Amy, a lot of our students, as you know, come into Walden uh, professionally accomplished. Uh, they're doing a lot of really exciting things in their careers. Just like you, they're balancing family and uh, other commitments outside of their academics. Um, but I think one difference is that, you know, you obviously are very skilled in writing and you have a lot of uh, experience in that area. I mean, you're the manager of writing services, you know, so uh, not all students may feel as confident in their writing. So what advice do you have for students who might not view writing as their strongest point? The best advice that I can offer is to keep with it. Writing is something that you're not born knowing how to do. It's a skill that you actually have to learn. And just like any skill, if you want to be better at it, you have to practice it. I would also suggest to students not to be discouraged by feedback from your peers or instructors. To get constructive criticism and feedback on something so personal and so close to your heart is really difficult at times. So try not to take it personally. I think that was something I really struggled with as an undergraduate. I remember getting a paperback from one of my professors and there was more red from her pen than black from the computer printer. I mean, she had marked it up so much and to the point where my eyes teared up. I, I couldn't read what she had written because I was so upset. And I think she realized later how devastating that was or could have been for me and actually pulled me aside and said, you know what, I, I see a lot of potential here. That's why I'm being so hard on you. So always take criticism and feedback from instructors and peers as an opportunity to learn and to grow as a writer rather than as a personal attack. Well, that's a great piece of advice. And I think it's important, uh, as you said, Amy, to make sure that you, you remember constantly that your instructor, your chair, and your fellow students are actually there to support you. And I think that's so important to realize, uh, even if you seek help from us here at the Writing Center. So, Amy, a lot of our listeners are probably familiar with our general resources available on our website, but we actually have a lot of targeted information on things like time management and the writing process. So what resources would you recommend to students for achieving a good work and school balance? The Writing Center offers numerous resources to help students on things such as time management. And one of my favorite is our blog posts. One post I'm thinking of in particular is the Capstone Calendars, A Plan for Success, where one of our writing instructors, Sarah Prince, discusses strategies for sticking to a writing schedule. You can access this post by visiting our blog and selecting the dissertations label. Right. And another thing I know that is helpful and that we've developed uh, is our writing resources tab. Um, so, Amy, could you explain more about how to access that tab and what is available on it? Absolutely. The Writing Center website, which is writingcenter.waldenu.edu, has a fabulous writing resources tab. And on that tab, there's so much information about the actual writing process. There are resources on pre-writing. There are resources on outlining, on organizing ideas. There are so many resources there to help students through that writing process. In addition, we have a particular webinar called Life Cycle of a Paper. So what does it mean to have a life cycle in the context of a paper, and how could this webinar be helpful? 
The life cycle of a paper webinar is really helpful in showing students that there is this process. There is the thinking process, the pre-writing process, the outlining process, where you actually have to invest time in thinking about what you want to write about, what ideas you want to include, how you want to organize those ideas. And then there's the process of actually putting words to paper. But it doesn't end there. There's a whole other part of the process that has to do with revising and proofreading and, and finalizing the draft. So the life cycle of a paper webinar really pulls students through that process and shows them that it isn't something that they can or should just do in one sitting or in maybe half an hour or an hour increments. And I think that's helpful too because a lot of students sit down to do it in one sitting and find that they can't or that they have to come back to it. And as part of that process, we offer something called the paper review service. Amy, why is this service so important to a student, especially early on in their time as a student? I'm really glad you brought up paper reviews, Nick, because I think it is one of the most important services that we offer to students because we can offer students feedback. And I mentioned the importance of feedback before, but having an instructor or a peer or someone from the Writing Center being able to offer students advice, feedback, suggestions is really, really helpful, especially in that revision process. As I mentioned before, writing isn't something you're born knowing to do, and we're here to help you improve those skills so that you can convey those ideas on the page. So students, the bottom line is that we have a lot of stuff for you to work with, uh, whether it be uh, our website, our blog, our webinar, uh, we have paper review services. We're here for you, and we have so many avenues for you to reach us. So Amy, really, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I know you're very busy, and your two daughters should be very proud because you are really admired uh, everywhere here uh, at Walden, um, and I'm sure we'll all be very excited to read your final dissertation. Well, thanks for having me here today, Nick. It was a pleasure. In our next episode, Brittany will be back, and we'll be talking about collaborative writing and strategies for working on group papers. Thanks for listening, everyone. This podcast is a production of the Walden University Writing Center. This episode was produced by me, Brittany Kalman-Arneson, my co-host, Nicholas Nadeau, and Anne Scheel. 